He got the guns out, everything. No, I gotta <laughs> look. I mean, don't be trying to show me up now. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. 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 Hi, everyone. Today I'm here with Evan Slaughter, former Division One. Former A- Division One. Yes. D1 volleyball player and professional volleyball player. Yes. Go ahead and flex on him. <laughs> yes, let him know. And uh, by the way, Slaughter is probably one of the best last names for an athlete of all time. I I agree, especially for volleyball because my job was like to get kills. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, take him to the slaughterhouse. I'm like, yeah. I love that. There's a branding. There's a branding opportunity there somewhere. It is. It is. You already know. When you get married, as a matter of fact, you might just have to keep the last name. You know. I've already thought about that, and I think I'm going to to hyphenate. Probably hyphenate because slaughter's too, like it's such a cool name. I don't want to lose that just because I get married to some dude. <laughs> Like, no. Right, I respect that, especially since, yeah, and you know your kids are going to be ballers too, so you want them exactly. to carry that on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, we don't have to get into that. But yeah. uh, so Evan and I have been working together for about two months, really about three months now, low key, like two and a half, three. Yeah. Um, I wanted to have Evan on today because she has such a unique story, um, and she's a lot different than the typical former athlete that I'm used to working with mainly because she voluntarily walked away from volleyball. So most athletes I'm working with, they either never had a professional shot or um, they had a short run and then got cut. And it definitely was not voluntary when they left. So um, yeah, it was a unique experience for me because, you know, obviously Evan was in a different spot, but I think we got a lot of work done together. I got to grow as a coach. Um, So yeah, Um, why don't we just kind of talk about just from the beginning, like what, what is it that made you voluntarily walk away from volleyball? Uh, <laughs> got into this. <laughs> it's like one of our first calls. Um, yep. I voluntarily walked away from volleyball because I got into physical therapy school. So I was like, um, I was trying to find, cause I knew volleyball wasn't forever. I, I knew that. And I was trying to find a health profession that I wanted to go into because um, I did I was planning on going to PA school. I ended up not wanting to do that anymore. So I remember having a conversation. I walked into my mom's room and like, mom, would you be like disappointed in me if I wasn't a doctor? She said like, yeah. And I was like, great, perfect. So I ended up, um, after that conversation, I went and I was like, okay, what like in the healthcare field can I do that's like still kind of coaching because I still love the coach, but also like athletic. And then physical therapy popped up and I was like, oh my God, I could be a physical therapist. How did I like never think of this? Because I realized I wanted to do something like that in college. And at Stony Brook, we had an athletic training, an athletic training program. And it's two year program, but I realized like at the end of my junior year that I wanted to do it. So it was already too late to do that. So I was like, oh, might as well. I just got to go to PA school. So I ended up, fast forward, I go for my second season in Germany and I just apply. Can I curse? Hey, be you. Okay, correct. So I just applied, like, low-key kind of for, like, shits and giggles to see if I could get in. Uh-huh. Um, and I did. <laughs> so all I was right. like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> like, for real now, this is like, all right. So then I had to make the decision, like, do I want to go to school or do I want to keep playing? And I made the decision to this be that be my last season and then go into school in the fall. So that's how I walked away from volleyball. It was literally just like, oh, maybe I can get in, and if not, I'll keep playing. And if so, like, I felt, I felt like it was, like, positive on both ends. Like, if I get in, cool. If not, like, 
cool, er, I get to keep playing. And then I was like, I got in and I was like, yay, oh, 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 I can't play anymore. Right. Oh, <laughs> I guess that's cool. <laughs> that's crazy. And then, yeah, I remember we talked about that a lot in our first call. And then yeah. so once it became real, once you were like, oh shit, I just got accepted. Like, this is about to be my new path. I'm walking away from volleyball. What was it like once you actually came back to the States, um, started school, and what was that experience like? Just like, this is life after sports now. What was it like for you? It was not easy. It was kind of extremely hard for me because ever since I was like eight years old, I was playing sports, and that was like my life. Like, I was always known as Evan the track star, or Evan the volleyball star, you know, Evan the athlete, or if somebody said anything about Evan, it was usually followed up like, oh, the tall girl who plays insert sport here right like, I was never not an athlete so after I stopped playing professionally and I was like a professional student it was it was really weird to to be just Evan and I I just I wasn't comfortable being just Evan I always wanted to I don't know it was just weird and it wasn't easy and I didn't like it I didn't like I found like I didn't have motivation to go work out and I love working out I didn't have like I hated school pretty much I mean, I hated it. I liked it because I was learning about the body and stuff, which is I'm, which I'm really interested in. So it was like fun and interesting. But at the same time, I'm seeing my friends from my old team like post snaps and pictures of video of, of games and stuff. And I'm like, wow, I really wish I was over there instead of studying for this anatomy exam in two days. Right. So it was definitely not the easiest thing, not the easiest transition, especially going from like I didn't get the transition to go from like professional to then just like go into the workforce to then go to school. It was like straight up just professional to school back again. So like I flip flopped and it was, it was weird. I, it was not good those first few months. I can Right. For sure. And then I feel like, and I know I've told you this a million times, I feel like during that first call, that's when everything sort of shifted for you. And from there on, it was like smooth sailing because we were talking about things like comparison. Um, and that's when we really got into things like choosing your path and you being like, OK, this is what I'm doing right now. So I think I already know the answer to this question. But during the time that you and I started our calls, what was what was the biggest thing that you either discovered about yourself or that you had to overcome going through the process? Um, so I struggled with like feelings of regret, like, or feelings like I made the wrong decision. Mm. And, and like, that was, I think the hardest thing for me to like come to terms with, because, you know, you never want to be wrong. And I'm not like trying to be cocky, but I usually make good decisions. Right. For my, and so when, when I was like confronted with the fact that like, maybe I shouldn't be here or maybe I made the wrong decision for myself, like it kind of sucked. And then I had to come to terms with, okay, I made this decision. It may, may or may not be right or wrong, but it's the decision I made. I need to move forward with that decision and just like be confident in the decision that I made because this is what I'm supposed to be doing regardless if I think it's right or wrong. Like this is where my life is heading. And I think that was like where everything kind of shifted because I just really accepted the fact that, okay, I made a decision to go to school. I made a decision to stop playing volleyball. Do I regret it? Sure, maybe, but this is where this is my path now. This is where I'm heading, and I need to look more towards that and less towards oh my god, did I make the wrong decision? Or oh my god, I'm not playing volleyball anymore. That so that was like the big switch for me. Right. Yeah, and I know that wasn't 
easy for you because for a second there we even explored the flip side like let's say you <laughs> drop that was a scary moment because i was like man i might am i actually about to tell her right now that she did make the wrong decision and she might have to yeah. drop out and everything that comes with that i was like prepared to like work with you through all of that but it's actually i'm happy because you would have ended up in pt school anyway and you just kind of got a head start on it and so you know it's, it's cool it's good Exactly. That's a good way to look at it. Like, did I, did I leave volleyball prematurely or did I get a head start on my career? Like, right. that's a totally right. different, yeah. different way to look at it. So you're happy where you are. You're confident in the decision you made. Everything's good. And I know you have a couple more years before you're actually licensed, but mm-hmm. what's next for you at that time? And then what's next for you with everything leading up to that. I know you're working on some projects, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So um, I definitely have, so on my Instagram, as of right now, on my Instagram, I have a, I guess you can call it a series, but like every Monday I try to post a, a video called Modification Mondays, mm-hmm. um, or mo- last Monday, well yesterday was Mobility Mondays. So um, like things that tie in physical therapy and what I'm learning in school to like athletes and working out. So on Modification Mondays, usually, it's for people to work out through their weaknesses or through any injuries or around any injuries. So I did like a modification for push-ups at one point, pull-ups, squats, like things that like people, you know, honestly, like love to do. Like I love squatting, but I've had two ACL reconstructions and sometimes mm-hmm. I got to put the modifications in my workouts to get a good leg day in because my knees are just not happy with me. And right. I feel like more often than not, there are a lot of people in the workout world who are just kind of pushing through pain. And sometimes it's just not the best thing for you. Sometimes you need to modify things so you can like still be effective, but like not create all that stress on your joints. Um, so I think that that's definitely modification Mondays. And then I try to post fun Fridays. I just started this. Just like silly, goofy, not really um, – not super PT related content just to like put out things like make me happy and like make me explore like things other than PT because I'm literally in class thinking, doing everything PT like all day, every day. So it's nice to like record content and put it out to show that, Hey, like I do kind of have a life <laughs> and I'm <not laughs> studying and I'm, right, like, right. Up, and I'm like creative at times. Um, so that's that moving forward, I am thinking about, I am working on a project trying to get, um, trying to reach out right now to PTs or student PTs of color to try to get, um, I'm working on a project where I can say the title because I don't think anybody steal it, um, do something different where it kind of explores what you're capable of doing while you're in PT school. Because a lot of times people say, oh, if you're going to school, you're not going to have a social life. You can't do anything outside of just studying. When honestly, it's really like not that at all. Like obviously you have to study, you have to work hard, you have to fire yourself. But if you manage your time well and you manage yourself well, you can do so many other things while still being successful in the P2 world. And specifically for black women, um, I really want to show that like we are more than just our careers. Um, and we are just more than what like we're trying to be like, yeah, you can be a physical therapist, but for, and, like in my case, I'm a coach, like I'm a D1 volleyball coach mm-hmm. and that's how I do something different, but I'm still eventually going to be a PT. I just want to explore the, like that through the lens of like black women and stuff. So every, that's not like 
fully fleshed out. It's like a little baby in my mind. That's like my little mind baby. I'm working on it, seeing what I could do, what would work best. But moving forward, that's really what I want to um, focus on. Like a mini series, like bring on people that I've reached out with um, on Instagram and just have like a few videos, maybe like longer videos that I put out. So moving forward, that's what I'm going for. Right. I love that. That's amazing. There's so much there. I, I just, first of all, love the fact back to modification Mondays. I love the fact that you're not even licensed yet. You haven't even graduated yet. And you're already adding value to people. Like you added value to me. What was it with the, I was telling, so for anybody listening to this, I was telling Evan that I was having <laughs> lower back pain when I was running for whatever reason, because I do yeah. a lot of cardio and she was giving me some things to research and also some exercises to help relieve the tension. So kind of like unofficial consulting. Yeah. And it's it like, helped. you should do this, but if you get hurt, it's not my fault. <laughs> right. I had to sign a disclaimer and everything, you know, she said, right. <laughs> not really, not really. But uh, yeah, it was, it was very helpful. Like, and I think that that's so important because there's so many people out there who like us, former athletes, like they want to work out. They want to be able to continue their workout, but they're like, they don't necessarily know how to work around it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're putting that out there is huge. And then the second part that you mentioned about showing that you're more than just a physical therapist. Um, uh, I mean, that's, that's just amazing. Cause you really are setting an example. And the, I've told you this before. There's so many, not just young black women, but just anyone who's going to be looking up to you and looking at the next generation of physical therapists um, and seeing how they run and operate their businesses and how they contribute in this new digital age. And you're at the forefront of that, which is dope. So I'm trying, I'm trying. No, you're doing it. You know, you're doing it. That's right. You're right. I'm doing, you're doing, I'm doing. It. you're doing I it. You're not doing. trying. You're past the trying phase, yeah, you know? Doing it. Um, and so, so I have a new group um, starting next week, new group of one-on-ones and I don't know if I'm going to even release this before because I got other stuff I want to put out. But anyway, um, what advice would you give (laughs) to any former athlete just in general? Um, Or what would you give to any athlete going through the transition or anyone who's going through the program? Just general advice. Um, General advice. I would say find, find your passion. Find something in your life that feels like you going on the court or the field and brings that same joy because for me like coaching brings that same feeling as if i'm on if i'm on the court Mm -hmm. and like you know you miss that feeling of like feeling excited like having like eyes on you and just being like being able to perform and show people you that like you're a good performer and like you're good but you know i can't do that anymore so for me eliciting that same feeling is coaching coaching does that for me coaching makes me feel like i'm back on the court again and contributing even though I'm not like physically there so my advice is find something that elicits that same feeling that same like I don't say butterflies in your stomach kind of feeling that you get when you played or we ran track or you swam or like you did whatever like find something in your life that that feels similar because then you can build on that and you can grow with that because you'll still have that solid foundation of like this is something I love to do and that's really in life, what you really want to do is find something you really, really love to do. And for me, volleyball was something I love to do. And it brought out a feeling in me that I can't really explain, but coaching brings out that same feeling. So I love coaching now. And also, right. physically, but like more so coaching. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so important. And, and one of the things I always talk about, because 
as cliche as it is to say, yeah, find something that you're passionate about. Like that really is the secret to everything and not right. just something like, oh, I'm passionate about this for selfish reasons, but also there's a blend between I enjoy doing this and it helps people. You enjoy coaching and you're also pouring into younger athletes and helping them grow and develop. So that's huge. You're passionate about working with people and you're helping people fix their bodies. You know, like you enjoy, like you help me fix my lower back low key just off a of conversation. So right. that's huge. Um, and I think an issue is that a lot of former athletes want to come out and just start chasing the money right away. And yeah. I did that for sure, which led to a, a series years of job hopping really because it was just like, okay, I have to get money now. I want to be, I want to be great at something right away. And right. that could kind of mess you up too. Cause it used to being great at your sport. You come out, you want to be great at something else, um, right. but you're not focused on, what is going to keep you excited to wake up long term right you know? and that way when things get tough you won't give up on it or you won't just go to the next thing trying to chase greatness or money you'll yeah. be locked in on your vision on your path on your right. focus i think we get caught up in being like for me i was always really good at volleyball i mean not mm -hmm. always but like as of late i was really good at volleyball so going into pt i was struggling and i was like oh my god this is like terrible like i don't understand some of these concepts but then you have to, and like you struggle with like, I used to being so good in my life that like I'm struggling, but I forgot that when I started volleyball, I wasn't good. Like when I started, when I started running track, I wasn't good. I was just mediocre struggling just as I'm out and I stuck with it and worked with it because I loved it so much. So I feel like I'm in that space with physical therapy is that like, I'm struggling because I'm not good yet, yet everybody for uh, not good <laughs> Right. But there's like things that I struggle with and I have to like kind of recenter myself and just be like, I, I'm okay with this because like, this is something that I love to do. This is something that I'm going to be good at. And I have to put that work in just like I did with volleyball, just like I did with track, just like I did with pretty much anything that I love in my life. You got to put work in to be better. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like that was one of the major themes toward the end of us working together the last few weeks was me really trying to get the message across to you to have patience with yourself and you know also just focus on the fact of how proud you should be for where you are and and having that grace with yourself to allow yourself to blossom like you just said which was yeah. huge big 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 right there <laughs> <laughs> um so what advice would you give to anyone who's specifically going through my program because you and i pretty much we were done after the first call we got everything handled but for some yeah. people they need the full you know eight weeks or even beyond that to really, you know, feel better about what they're doing every day and, and feeling confident about where they're going moving forward. So from the advice of someone who um, had already come into the program, knowing where you were going, what advice would you give to someone who really has no clue when they come in? Um, like you just said, patient, it's going to take time. There's not like, I may be a special case, but like everything's not going to come just like this. And you're just like, Oh, now I know what I'm doing because I have this one conversation. Like, no, right. it's gonna time. you're going to have to put an effort and don't, don't take it for granted. I guess don't like, just don't think of it as just, Oh, I'm just talking to someone to figure out my life. Like think about it like grander than that. Like this is like something really, really important to me and like put in work at it, like put in work, like actually do, do these assignments really stay, try to stay focused on it throughout the weeks in between the calls because that's really what's going to help you. If you just get on the call, think about it just on the call. And then like a few minutes after and a few minutes before, you're not going to get the full benefit of if you are like conscious of it every single day and you're working towards being better. So I would say definitely like take it 
take it serious. Definitely take it seriously. Don't take it lightly that that you're getting help. Definitely work hard every single day because that's really where you're going to get the most benefit out of the program. Mm. Great advice. Great advice right there, Evan. <laughs> um, so how can people get in touch with you to follow your journey and all the big things you're up to? Here we go. <laughs> and also get it, get in touch with these, uh, what is it? Modification Mondays? And- Has- hashtag Modification Monday. Oh, you got the hashtag and everything. The hashtag. It's Sweet. about movement. It's about oh, it's official. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, so I'm on Instagram, Twitter. I'm on Facebook as just Evan Slaughter, my normal name. Evan with two N's. Yeah, I'm oh, spelling yeah. it out. I'll be spelling it out too. Yes, Evan, and then I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is where I put out most of my content. Twitter is just me talking. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna start venturing out into Twitter and like, putting out little videos and see how like what that is. But it's Evan Lucianary, so it's E V A N N L U T I O N A R Y. Evan Lucianary. I like that. You got branding from every angle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really all out you. I'm out you with my name. Right, I see. Honor, I got Evan. It's cool. Um, hey, just don't forget about the little people who believed in you on the way up. Okay, but I'm not little. Y'all big people. We all big right now. Um, and then I have a YouTube channel, but I don't really post too much on that. But I went to the 2016 Rio Olympics and like vlogged that whole experience. So and there's other like highlight videos and stuff if you want to see like me and my. Heyday. Um, <laughs> it's called Being Evolutionary. So it's pretty much. Like you just got something. <laughs> being and then my at name. Right. So, yeah. Literally just Google Evolutionary and you'll find me or Evan Slaughter and you'll find something that has to do with me. Um, I'm on like Sony Brooks' old website. Mm-hmm. You might see me pop up on a th- couple things in German. You know, I'm, I'm just. Like, Google me, baby. I'm out here. Right. International. You know what I'm saying? International. <laughs> International. Let them know. Let them know. Right. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, Evan, I really appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing. I know people are going to get a lot out of this. And please go look up Evan. You know, get in touch yeah. with her for any questions or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to formally thank you again for allowing me to grow as a coach by working with you um, and for being, you know, just a great student of the program. You know what I mean? Like it's always great when you not only teach something and then someone takes it and applies it into their life. It's, it's just amazing to see that when it happens right away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it wasn't like pulling teeth working with you. It's like yeah. <laughs> you something, you apply it, you say, Hey, this works. And then we're on to the next thing. And right. it was just a smooth process. We had a lot of laughs on the calls and everything. Oh yeah, too. for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, everybody. Um, please like, comment, subscribe, get in touch with Evan. And Evan, I'll be talking to you real soon. Yay. All right. Bye. Have a good one.